Heaven's day! Huh? No! <laughs> You're gonna care blood, ain't you? We have such sights to show you. It's alive! A boy's best friend is his mother. Here's Johnny! Hello, and thank you for joining us for another night at Camp Blood. My name is Steven, and here for the holiday special... It's not really a special, it's just our December episode, but I'm going to call it, because we're reviewing a Christmas movie, is... Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Steven. How are you? I'm wonderful. On this you? On this three days before Christmas... Let's get this shit over with. Yeah, well, uh, I would have wanted to record this earlier, but it's my own damn fault. I didn't plan it out early enough, so that's fine. He's on CP time. <clears throat> right. So, last year, in December, we reviewed Silent Night, Deadly Night. This year, we're reviewing Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. And don't worry, because next December we will not be doing three, because those movies are garbage. Complete bullshit. So, we are doing the infamous Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. And I say infamous because this movie is infamous. Really? For yes. what? Uh, for one specific scene. What scene? Garbage Day! Oh, God. <laughs> so, before we do that, we're going to do something that I was trying to get in the habit of and I always kept on fucking forgetting, and that's to go over some fun facts. But first, we're going to listen to the trailer because I almost forgot. So let's listen to the trailer. The nightmare began with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Need a ride, Santa Claus? Oh, no, not exactly. But it isn't over yet. In fact, the ultimate nightmare is about to begin all over again. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. All Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness. Very, very naughty. And all he ever got was pain. Now he wants revenge. And this time... Garbage day! He's going to get... Step by step, weapon by weapon. Victim by victim. The terror's coming home, and he's all grown up. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. I've got a present for you! Terrifying suspense shocker you've been waiting for. Last time it thrilled you. This time. Bingo! It'll kill you. Silent Night Releasing Corporation presents. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Alright, now we're gonna get into some fun facts. So, the movie was released on April 10th, 1987. Don't ask me why it was, was released. Six. in no, I was I was three. I was five. What's your friend? 
I don't ask, well, I said this in the, in the Silent Night, Deadly Night episode, but Silent Night, Deadly Night came out the year I was born. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Anyway. Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, don't ask me why this came out in April when it's a Christmas movie. But it did. Cost $100,000 to make. Really? Made 53000 <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> Fun facts. Ricky's eyebrows move up and down 130 times. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? One statement, though. Yeah. Go ahead. Can we have a fun fact? Yeah. That literally the only black person in the movie had no lines? Sure. Okay. That is not a fun fact, though. But it's a fact. All right. Um, So, uh, I'm getting this all off of IMDb, so take it with a grain of salt. But according to the uh, director and the the writer, the role of Ricky was down to Eric Freeman, who plays him in the movie. And another actor who had more experience and was a better actor, but they went with Eric Freeman because they liked the way he looked better. What actor? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> I want to know now. But Eric, Eric Freeman's a fucking horrible actor, so. I don't know what a fucking, I know that's Eric Freeman, but yeah. what else did he play in? Probably nothing. Yeah. But he looks like he's a psycho. I will say this, and we'll get to it in a second. Actually, it's right here. Um... In 2004, when the DVD, which is what we're looking at right now, when the DVD came out, they tried to contact Eric Freeman so he could be included on the DVD commentary. Nobody could find him. Oh, wow. He has since started showing up at conventions, and the Blu-ray that just came out like a week or two ago, he is heavily involved, and he's on the commentaries and a documentary on it, which I'm so excited to see. I just want to hear him talk about this movie, because this movie's so bad. He is so... Famous for this one fucking movie. Really? So, yeah. Oh, wow. And when I say famous, I don't mean, like, Tom Hanks famous. I'm talking about, like, famous in the horror world. <clears throat> okay. Mother Superior's address is 666. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Superior is psychotic. Um, so this might explain Eric Freeman's terrible acting. He was given conflicting direction from the director and the writer... So he was told, he, Freeman wanted to play him as more of a cold, malevolent ca- uh, killer, so like a cold-hearted killer, uh, but the director wanted him to be a wisecracking killer along the lines of Freddy Krueger, and the writer wanted him to be as over-the-top as possible. Oh, that explains a whole lot of shit, because wow. When we get to it, the movie theater scene with the guy that's talking in the background. Yeah. The guy that he's the guy who's talking, the guy he's talking to who has no lines is the director. Really? Yep. Oh, he looks like a little midget. And oh, and also in the movie theater, I didn't tell you this ahead of time. The movie that they're watching is Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's what I thought. She said it was about Santa Claus killing people. Yeah, that scene is in early on in the movie. And it's, <clears throat> it's like they're asleep for self. All right, that's it for fun facts. Not a lot. All right, so we're going to start this out. So to to be fair and to be just like the movie, we're just going to flashbacks to the Silent Night, Deadly Night podcast. I'm joking, but I really, I honestly thought about doing that, but I was like, that's going to be so much editing. So, oh, actually, you know what? I skipped over it. Another fun fact. So the, uh, I want to make sure I get the information correct. So, oh, fuck, I don't even think I printed it. That's all right. Um, so the reason that this movie happened was they actually wanted the director, the, the way it started was they wanted the director of the first movie to recut the movie and add new scenes to it. 
Okay. I don't know what the scenes were. I don't know exactly how it was supposed to work. But that's how they started. That's how this movie started. So when the original director said, no, I'm not directing the sequel or directing, you know, recutting the first movie, they were just like, all right, well, we'll make a sequel. I don't know why exactly they did what they did, but the first half of this movie is just flashbacks to the first movie. Well, it explains. It does, but it's not necessary. So when you make a sequel, you're supposed... If you go see a sequel, you're supposed to have been expected to have seen the first movie. And if you don't, then you know you're going to be missing something. But necessarily, it's a sequel, but like... Part one, more or less, was the brother and his psychotic ways. And how he was psychotic. Part two, to me, is the little brother showing how he viewed his brother's psychotic ways. Okay, that's interesting you say that. Because most of the stuff that he talks about, he wasn't even present for. Right. So there's no way he would know. He would know the feelings of it growing up and knowing that's what his brother did. But he wouldn't know that his brother hid on the side of the road when the cops were looking for him. Like, there's specific, like that scene where they... they, But as he got older, maybe he found out. Maybe he found the police report and said the cops both had passed on. Or, Or this part where he's a baby and... By the way, she's holding the baby Which, in the he's front not, seat. Wait, but he's not... He's the baby. Yeah. His so, brother is the one... But, but he him. remembers this? No. That, that would be like me being like, here, let me tell you the story about how my mom took my brother to see Return of the Jedi. Which I heard all, of the, all the time, but I couldn't tell you any details other than she took him to see Return of the Jedi. Well, you know what? Some kids have great memories. Not when they're a year old. That mom looks like a very famous actress. She's not. Nobody in this movie is a famous. Actually, the only Her person looks so fucking familiar. The only person in this movie that I know went on to do or was in something else. No, two two actors, and I don't I don't remember if he's in the flashback or not. But when they no, he's not. I don't. Here's it, here's wait. one of my irritating parts though throughout this bullshit. Did they ever no. catch the fucking Santa that killed his parents? No. Like what the? Fuck? Actually, I think I said in the the podcast for the first movie, I was like, they should make a movie about that guy because yeah. we don't know what happened to him. We don't know where he went. If he or killed why he more people, know, like is he psychotic? He just want to randomly kill people. No, he. You have to watch the first movie. He he robs. So that scene in the movie theater when they're watching the movie and the guy shoots the that's from the first movie. That's the Santa Claus that killed oh. his parents. He was just robbing a liquor store, and then his car broke down. So he wanted to steal the people's car, so he just killed them. Oh, and then he wanted to rape the mama. Yeah, that was just to see tits. There's a lot of tits in this movie. It's an 80s horror movie. Like, a lot of fucking tits. I'm like, damn it, let me see some dick. Nobody wants to see that. I bet you that some people do. No. Some women definitely would like it. No. And then he's (laughs) he's hiding, but you know what else is? He's hiding on the side of the road. So he was used to hiding on the side of the road. It's the older brother. I know. I'm just saying, he knew. <laughs> but just in general. Okay, well, anyway, let's get back on track. So, um, well, let me finish my thought from earlier. So, the two actors that I know of that were in other movies, and you don't see them in the flashback, but they go to visit his grandfather, and his grandfather is actually the one who tells him that he should be scared of Santa Claus. He's like, Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. And he, he puts it in his head about, you know, he punishes naughty people. Naughty kids, stuff like that. So that's where he gets that from. That guy was Old Man Peabody in Back to the Future. Oh, wow. <laughs> Space oh. bastard killed my pine! <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy who's Mr. Sims in the toy store, he, I saw, I keep seeing him pop up in random things that I've seen him. But one of the things I remember, it's actually the last acting role he did, was he was the assistant manager at the grocery store and father of the bride. So how does the baby get out the car? Good question. 
Like I'm assuming that go I'm assuming kids. that he he couldn't find the older brother because you know he, he didn't want to look down. Right, for some odd reason. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming he just left, and somebody found the ro- the car on the side of the road with a baby in it. And I could have sworn I thought he pulled off. Pulled what? I thought he pulled off in the car. Oh yeah, he probably did take the car. So he probably took. I guess the guy's got a you know a uh, conscience and won't kill a baby, but he wanted to kill a four year old. Yeah, okay. So. So the whole movie starts off with Ricky, who's the younger brother, being interrogated by a... Uh, doctor. Yeah, like a therapist or a psychiatrist. He's not really getting... I guess... And it's sort of weird, because Ricky just sort of starts to say a whole lot. Like, at first I'm like, okay, he's angry. He's just angry. He's just angry. He's angry about what happened. Whatever. It took me a minute to realize he became psychotic. Okay. I don't know why it took me a minute, but it did. Because I, I just thought he was in there because, of course, I'm, I didn't, you know, the first one was, hmm. what? The first one is, okay, so let me explain something about these two movies. The first, they're both bad movies. Okay? Yes. They're movies that are what I call so bad that they're good. The first one's actually a lot of fun to watch because it's just a basic 80s slasher movie. You know, you watch any non like, big name... So not, like, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, those types of movies. You watch any, like, B uh, slasher film from the 80s, and mm-hmm. it's just like Silent Night, Deadly Night. The second one is a hodgepodge of garbage and <laughs> so, so such bad acting I hate that it that. makes it so much fun to watch. They make the nuns so freaking evil, though. And I get it. Back in yeah. the 80s, those nuns and those, when you know, those things... They whooped you when they did all that stuff, and they yeah, but they she did do that. But Mother Superior was a fucking bitch. If you watch the first movie, the this this nun I can't remember her name, but the the younger sister, the younger nun, she was like something's wrong with him. Like he's been like yes. he's he's fucked up from what happened to his parents, and she's just like no, he doesn't know anything about that. Fuck you. And yes. so yeah, I would say she's a contributing factor to his. I think that she's honestly the true factor. I don't think she's the true factor. It, I think if he had just gotten help. That he would have been fine. Yeah, but see, what I'm saying is, like, he knew that Santa Claus knows who's naughty or nice. Yeah. But he learned from Mother Superior, people that are naughty or nice need to get their ass beat. Yeah. And you know what's really funny is he was completely fine until they made him dress up like Santa Claus. Yes. (laughs) So, So, here's my thing. I'm 34 years old, okay? And I have never once dressed up like Santa Claus ever in my life. And I've never been forced to dress up like Santa Claus ever in my life. How the hell did this guy just randomly fall into a situation where... Superior found him a job purposely at a toy store. Oh, that was... That's... Okay, so as we go through this, there's going to be a couple things that are wrong that they say happened in the first movie. Or they're edited in a way that it's incorrect. So she did find him a job at the toy store, but not to be Santa Claus. It was a stock boy uh, position. And then the guy that played Santa Claus broke his ankle or some shit and they asked him to do it okay so it wasn't a job to be santa claus that would be way too on the nose right well, it was it like he didn't want to when they were showing that one scene he yeah like, he didn't want to but he did it because he was he, they they show him as a as like an 18 year old and he's right. like a good guy he does his job he helps kids out you know in the toy store and stuff like that it's got this great music this great song no. called the warm the warm side of the door yes uh, but see, what, we talked about it heavily but, in the first podcast. It makes sense, more or less, because what clicked, what made him trigger was Lily being dressed up like Santa and seeing those kids yeah. have sex. Uh, or him trying to yeah. that. Girl. No, yeah, it was it was because of that. And the thing is, what I find interesting about um, the first movie is he starts off as being a killer who is um, 
doing the right thing. Like, he kills the guy because he's trying to rape her. Right. Like, that's a noble thing. Maybe not killing, you should have stopped him. But at least he was trying to help her. But then he kills her because... She screams at Yeah, she's like, she's like, I hate you and blah, blah, blah. So she... He kills her. Well, does she? Does he kill? I know he raped the old girl, and well, he tried to rape he, the old girl. He killed that guy, yeah. And then he killed her. How did he kill her? Uh, uh, wait, who did who did he kill at the Christmas lights? Was it the guy? Yeah, the guy. He okay, I can't Christmas. remember how she's killed, but she is killed. I think he kills her with a box cutter. Yeah. Um. And then. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> the movie. We're going to skip through this a bunch because, like I said, the first, like, 40 minutes of this movie is fucking flashbacks to the yes. to the first movie. Um, so one of the things was the toy store. The other thing that uh, was wrong, and it bugs the crap out of me every time I watch it, is um, when the Santa Claus is coming towards the kids and the cop shoots him in the back, yeah. they're like, oh, it was Old Man Jenkins, the janitor. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. In the first movie, it was the fu- it was the priest at the church. That oh, was wow. dressed up like, why would you change that? I guess they don't want to get a priest killed. Yeah, but they said it in the first movie. You can't be like, no, it was the janitor. I can understand if they didn't know who it was and be like, okay, it's the janitor. But they specifically say that because they even say the reason that he doesn't turn around um, when he's like freeze or whatever is because he's deaf. Okay. But whatever. That always bugs me, but that's beside the point. Um, so... As this interrogation is going on, some of the best moments in this movie come from Eric Freeman's overacting. Complete overacting. I really like the way he reacts to certain things. Like, uh, well, it's a little bit later. We'll get to that because that's part of the actual second movie. But, um, so yeah, basically he's just telling the story. We're going through the first yeah. movie, flashbacks to the first movie. And he, then he starts talking about the stuff that he did when he got Okay, older. so yeah, we get to... Uh... <clears throat> so Alicia's never seen the first movie. Thank God. <sighs> You're missing out. I'm not missing out. I'm shit on this bullshit. This, the first movie's great. To who? A lot of people. Well, they're crazy. Well, I'm wearing a Silent Night, Deadly Night shirt right now. I'm so now. sorry. <laughs> All I know is that I, I love 80s movies. I'm not going to say that I'm not into it. I'm an 80s baby. But quite frankly, it was crap. The first, you, haven't, you didn't see the whole first movie, though. Even like, when I like the even, whole first movie, even, if it consists of that. Honestly, even the things that I just, like, you were confused about a couple of things, and I correct and I cleared it up for you because they crazy. left certain things out. But something, like, don't get me wrong, How Some People Died was sort of funny. I will admit that. Yeah, I was I think, laughing at some shit. I think I read somewhere or it was in a documentary or something that, that in the original the original script was like a lot different and one of the only things they kept from the original script was the guy getting killed with the Christmas lights. Right. Because that's that honestly, like that's very clever for a, a, a horror movie. I you know my honestly my favorites that what I like when he was actually telling about the, his first kill and how he killed old dude. You ever just want to run somebody over and then reverse and run back over and then reverse and run back over I heard and, a, I heard, and run back over and reverse? Like, that was just like, do it again! I, I heard a true crime podcast where a woman did that to a her woman did. They husband saw, they have a video in front of them. their child. I don't know. They have one. No, this, I don't know if it's the same one, but this oh. this this one, I would, like, I'm just like, holy crap. Like, yeah, because there was one, a lady that did in Chicago. She ran him over and then reversed and ran him over. Yeah, I hope, she's enjoying, I hope she's enjoying prison. Psychotic. She <laughs> just went to an institute. But when he killed, and the, see, he didn't kill the girl then. And that's because she said thank you. We'll get there. We'll get there. So um, we get to a point where uh, we see the end of the first movie, which is Billy getting killed 
uh, as he's trying to kill Mother Superior. And uh, he's just like, you're all safe now. Santa Claus is, is dead. <laughs> and then you see Ricky say naughty, which is is the Ricky from this movie. So they actually changed. You can see it's a really bad cut. It cuts and then, then it's a different kid from the first movie. Okay. But it's the, it's the kid from the second movie saying it. Um, naughty. Yeah. So, um... In those words, naughty. <laughs> and I'm sorry, punish. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he says that throughout, like, the punish. entire first movie is the naughty. whole, uh, Yeah, the naughty and all that. Yeah. Um, but as he's telling the doctor, like, there was no mention of these kills. Hold on, we'll get there. You're skipping ahead. Oh, I'm just right. trying to... So, we see the end of the first movie, and... Then he says something like, uh, well, they closed the orphanage after that. That scene right there told him so much. Which one? And it was so, when he picked up, when go. he, the film, when he took the film from the, uh, from the doctor and looked at it. He said, this is me. And then and gave it back to him. That gave me a clue. It wasn't film. It was like, well, if people are listening Sorry. to this, he's not being filmed. He's like being recorded but it's audio a, wise. Okay, audio, but it's audio, I don't, okay, audio film. I don't know what, it's not film. I don't know what the hell it's called, but it's not film. Whatever. Um, so he gets adopted, and this is where the second movie actually yeah, starts. How does he say Mother Superior somehow gets me adopted? Does she lie? What's wrong with him? There's nothing wrong with him. Not, not as a kid, there's nothing. Right. So he saw his, So he saw his brother. Yeah, not yet. But he's that just, one scene right there, when he's, she, when he's walking with his adoptive mom, and those nuns' cars start coming, he gets freaked out, and then he sees the red, and he starts to twitch. The mother freaks out. She knows there's something wrong. Which is probably one of the stupidest scenes in the movie. Like, they make the nuns walking I, towards him, like, the most horrifying I, like thing. that's that to me should have came from the movie The, Nun, the Nuns. That would have been scary in the movie The Nuns. Well, like, so he gets adopted. We see him living with his parents. His mother, who is clearly too old to be his mother, is, uh, talk, is talking to her friend. And these nuns are starting to walk by him. And Ricky's freaking out. So he's still a kid at this point. And then, uh, what I think is so funny is she's like, what? And she looks, and then she sees the red, and she's like, oh my god, and she holds him like he just saw somebody kill them, just like... I thought it was because they laid the picture over the thing, which means somebody died. What? When it is, when she looks, they are laying a picture. You know how back in the day if someone dies, uh-huh. you put a picture, you put a, a cover over their picture? Yeah, like in the 1800s? Yeah, that's what I thought they were... Because there's some picture, and they put a red thing over it. Why are they putting the red thing over the picture? See? I don't know what the hell that is, but it looks scary. It doesn't even look like a picture. It looks like a lamp. Oh, it's a chair, and they're just putting, like, cloth over. I didn't even see that the first time. Yeah, but she looks at it, and she's like, oh, my God, red. Oh, you poor baby. Like, a little over the top. So, um... So then they go back to the orphanage, and they're just like, there's something wrong with this kid. We don't want him anymore. The dad's saying that's my son. The mom is saying she doesn't want him? Yeah, because the mom looks like a bitch. Yeah, she does. (laughs) I wouldn't want that, Mom. Um, yeah, so... But then it just jumps forward to his death. It's like five years later he died. Yeah, and my mom was just alone, and it was just... And then I... And she's like... So he's like, so after that I just had to go have time alone, and I just walked those roads, yeah. because I know those roads, and I just walked those roads. Mm-hmm. And somehow they're in the middle of the field. Yeah, he comes... I assume that he was just walking through the woods or walking through an, oh, an area. Okay. Like so I'm a, like, where are these back roads at? Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily see a path, but if you walk on a walking path, you can end up in an area like that. So okay. I'm assuming that's what it was sort of like. So he, he comes across these two people, a guy and a woman, and his red car. <laughs> Good point. But I don't, think the, well, I don't think the red car had anything to do with it, though. I think it had to do with her screaming, right? 
No, it didn't. But the fact that the everything the, is red. No, <laughs> let me talk. God damn it! Bullshit. When they cut back to the therapist, he wrote down red card in gigantic letters, and he's like filling it in like he's like making it really bold with an exclamation point at the end, and then he's just like red car. Good point. It's a terrible act. I can't even do it that badly. Like, that's how bad it is. So, yeah, he comes across these people. Guy's trying to rape her. Let me ask you this. How many times have you seen a man trying to rape a woman? I'm trying to say why none of them wear bras. How many men have you seen try to rape a woman? I haven't. Okay. Neither have I. But this guy seems to find them all over the place. <laughs> he definitely does. Their whole family seems to find Jeez. them. Jeez. Their mother was being almost being raped. Billy f- killed somebody who was trying to rape somebody else, and now he's doing it. Yeah, I was like, okay. So, but I loved how he killed him. Yeah, so he the, he's trying to rape, and she she fights him off, and he walks away. Tom, I'm gonna get another beer. Yeah, I'll be right back. Of course, he's gonna be. I'm like the bitch that is still sat there, and he's gotta be the cliched man. I need another beer. I drop a jeep. So he goes with <laughs> the beer, and then Ricky. Yeah. Gets in the car and drives his ass over. Over and over and over. Reverses. And I love and how she walks up and looks at him and just says, thank you. And that's my favorite part of the movie. Because I'm just like, he doesn't kill her. He's doing something, again, he's doing something noble. And she didn't, and she didn't get mad. She think, I think if she got mad, he would have killed her. Right. And he, he leaves her. And that's the end of the scene. And I like that scene. Yes. Um, so then he cuts to, who's Jennifer? That's a weird-ass cut. Oh yeah, so he starts talking about Jennifer. No, not yet. He gets a he first oh, he, he gets, gets a the, job. Now I love this scene, and the only reason I love this scene is, is the umbrella. Yes. How the fuck does he, does he open the umbrella afterward? Like that shit was sort of cool. Okay, so he he says that his mother couldn't send him to college. Oh wait, hold on. I wanted to talk about something. So in the therapist scene, this makes me laugh. So in the therapist scene, he asks the therapist if he's ever had children. And he's like, no, we weren't blessed with children. And he's less like, uh, so you're married? And he's like, yes, but my wife died many years ago. And he's like, where did you meet her? And he's like, in college. And that's none of your business. I'm like, but you'll answer the thing about not having kids and being married. But then you get offended when he asks you where you met your wife. <laughs> Yes, it's, uh, so so he says that his mother couldn't send him to college, that he had to get a job, washing dishes, throwing out trash, that kind of shit. And uh, we get this scene where he's throwing out the trash, and I'm guessing this guy's a bookie or yes. something because he's loan asking shark. him for money. Yeah, loan shark. And uh, the loan shark's beating the shit out of this guy, so Ricky steps in and kills the guy with an umbrella that I he love, finds in the trash. I love how he's punching Ricky in the face and he has that crazy eye oh, look yeah. in his face. That's... <laughs> That's that, I like that too. I think that was more of the uh, be as over the top as you can yes, type he thing. Yeah, kept on taking him. I was like, oh wow. So yeah, he he impales him with the umbrella and then opens it after him, and it's just covered in his blood. And then it just starts to rain. Does it rain? Yeah, I don't remember that. It rains, which I thought was sort of cool because it starts to wash the blood away from the umbrella. Yeah, I don't okay. know why I like that scene, but it does. And I think what triggered him was the red cloth, the red thing. Red is is there. That is interesting. I've never known. I've seen this movie so many times. I just never really picked up on that before. That red's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does start raining. I don't know why the hell I didn't remember that. <laughs> you know, I always remember the weirdest <laughs> shit. So, and then all of a sudden he's out. The therapist is all sweaty, but then he sees that red on his thing and freaks out. That's what it is. <laughs> I was like, he looks at his handkerchief and it says B. I'm like, what the hell is that? The significance of that? No, it's I am bad. learning so much about this movie, and I've seen this movie so many time, times over the past 15 years. His eyes are just so crazy. It is so. Uh, and his eyebrows move up and down 130 times. I wouldn't be shocked. Like, wow. 
Okay, so. But I will say, no, black people get killed in this movie. Awesome sauce. There's only one. I know he had no lines. All he did was... Eh. He okay, the so then he, then he asks about, is it Jennifer? Yes, okay. Jennifer. Jennifer, who's actually very pretty. She's got yes, pretty she eyes. Um, so uh, he talks about how, first he doesn't want to talk about her. Yeah. He tells him to fuck off, I think. Yes. And then he ends up talking about her. Because for some reason he has an autographed picture of her. I, <laughs> what the hell is that about? But it was so okay. He's like, I met Jennifer and she was the love of my life. But I just love how he's like, we met because she ran into his motorcycle. And then he just... And how he toppled he just kind of, over. He just kind of like... He doesn't even fall. He's just like, I gotta get down here. And then he's so angry, but then when nope. he sees her... But then the he legs, also, he's also a cartoon character for a second because he like shakes his head. Like, if you were falling down and you're just like... Oh. <laughs> it's like a fucking cartoon character thing to do. But because she's so beautiful, he's not mad anymore. No. Because that's how it works. That's how men are. Yes. That beautiful blonde comes in and the world is just, my baby. So he falls in love with her. He's and he driving said, a Bronco. It was my first time. And I assumed it was her first uh, time. Jump, you're jumping. He's talking about throughout the stupid little shit. They fall in love and spend so much time together. Yeah. And he thought, like, you see them, they, he talks about how they spent so much time together and he thought she was the one. Oh, you're right. Okay, my bad. Yeah. But they do drive... I like how they drive into a tunnel and then it cuts the sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then according to IMDb, this scene was cut down dramatically. <laughs> By the way, look at her. See. Look how beautiful she is. I wonder what happened to her. I don't know. I don't have my computer, so I can't look it up right now. See? And proof, white people are allowed in theaters, too. What? White people are obnoxious in theaters, too. That I, I like that scene. It wasn't a black person in the back of the thing being loud and singing and talking shit. It was a white man. Yeah, in a denim jacket. I know. He's already a douchebag. <laughs> so, but I, what I don't like about this scene is they make Ricky the fucking cliched man. Oh, there's action, mindless action on the screen. He can't stop looking at it, even with a beautiful woman trying to, like, touch him and shit. Yes. So, they're watching um, the previews and whatever, and there's this guy, really ugly guy, uh, sitting in the back, just being obnoxious, talking. Uh, so on and so forth. And she says, she's like, oh, great, we have to listen to that for two hours. And he turns around and gives him a dirty-ass look. And the guy's... That guy looks like he's like... The producer looks like he's like 10. That guy? Yeah, he looks yeah. like a baby. He's got a mustache. He just hit puberty. Oh, my God. So the guy actually, like, says something to Ricky. He's like, what are you looking at, punk or whatever? So then what I what I find funny about this thing, too, is they're sitting there watching the movie, and she's like, she's like, oh, is this supposed to be a scary movie? And he's like, what's this movie even about? I'm like, you went to a movie, and you don't even know what the hell it's about? It doesn't matter. She wanted to go see it. That's true. I'm not going to go see a movie with my girlfriend just because she wants to see it. I'm going to find out what it is first. No comment. I think you're incorrect about that. Okay. You're very stubborn, but I think when it comes to... I will go see the movie, but I'm not... This is not the conversation we're having right now. Anyway, moving on. So they... Yeah. They start They start to almost make out. And the guy in the background is just watching them and then making kissy noises and shit. And that pisses Ricky off. Right, but then what... And then you notice he has a red shirt on. Wow. Anyway... Um, so wait, hold on. She, so she, he asks her what what the movie's about. She's like, oh, it's about a killer Santa Claus. Guy who dresses up like Santa Claus kills people. He's like, what? And they show the scene from Silent Night, like, Deadly Night. Punish. Yep. Um, There's so, someone's how face changes, too. It's sort of weird. I like how it sort of face changes from crazy to psychotic. Yeah, and he just leaves. I don't even think he tells her where he's going. I think he, he said just, he had to go to the bathroom. Maybe he did. I don't remember. But I swear he just gets up and walks away. No, so, he does. So anyway, then we meet Chip. 
the Lord ex is such who, a come, who comes out of nowhere. And they make him look like a douchebag, like too. ass. And then they, how she saw him, and how he saw the girl standing over there waiting. Yeah. Well, he shows up, and he's basically just being like, oh, we used to be together. And she's like, yeah, I dumped your ass, and so on and so forth. And he's, like, really pressing her to get back together with him. And she is making it very clear that she, she is not interested. He wants the punene. Yeah, and then he even makes one of the most, like, such a sexist remark about the girl that's waiting on him. He's like, yeah, she's all right. Yeah. She's, she, uh, she's good enough yeah. type of thing. It's like, fuck you, dude. That's so, you know, his, that is not his blonde hair. No. You, well, you can see his roots are dark. Yes. Yeah, so I want to be like, is it a wig? I think I dyed his hair. Just based on the fact that the hair on the side of his head is, you can see the dark under it. Why they needed to make him blonde, though? She's blonde. Like, did, why, why do they have to both be blonde? They should have made it red. I don't get why she kept talking to him and the stuff. I, but at first I really thought she was a bitch. But I'm like, she really liked Ricky. But I think she really liked him, too. He hurt her. She yeah. was hurt. And she went to Ricky. Ricky! Yeah, so she went to a psycho. She didn't know it was So she could either be with a douchebag, a rich douchebag. Because she even says, I saw your father at the club. It's like, ugh, shut up. Because I'm assuming he means a country club. Yes. Not not a nightclub. White people don't do that. No. <laughs> um, so we cut back to the guy in the background, and he's he's being that that typical asshole who is who go for what? Why'd you go see a horror movie if you're going to sit there and be like, this is so stupid? Watch, they're just going to do this, and they're just going to do that. I watch these movies, and I'm like, yeah, I know this person's going to be killed, but it's 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 yeah, just fun watching it. How the hell did they get killed in a the movie theater and everybody's just sitting there? Like, you're sitting in the same room. What I want to know is what happened to his friend. Because he, the guy keeps leaning over to his friend. He's like, well, this happens, and then this is going to happen. And then he leans back, and Ricky's there. Where did his friend go? And then all these people are sitting right there. So the dude looks so freaking familiar. Which one? Him. That one? Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, these these are actors who weren't, like, big names. They probably did have some sort of a career. So, I want to know what happened to his friend. And then he gets... So, Ricky... I love Ricky. He's just like... Shh. <laughs> and then he strangles him. Yeah. Which is what I assume is happening. Crazy. Look at all this shit that's happened. They just look back there. Well, yeah. They just look back there. Nobody... And, yeah. Wait, that's his friend right there, wasn't it? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> so, when they cut they cut back to his, Chip's uh, uh, current girlfriend, I guess. You just see... I swear that's the same guy. I think it is. He's just sitting down there. He moves away from the jackass. That's funny. But anyway... But he's getting strangled like three rows back, strangled in three rows back, and they just all keep talking. Well, this clearly is not a real movie theater either, because this is way too small to be a movie theater. Yes, and then he disappears next to her, which looks like, where the hell did he come from? I guess he got up and walked. And then there's somebody in the same fucking row watching him get killed. Yeah, that's interesting. I never said way back there. Yeah. But there was also that couple that was like in between the rows, too, yeah. so they probably left. They were probably like, this guy's too loud. Mm-hmm. Let's go get her $3 back. It's probably how much movies cost back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Ricky shows back up. They finish watching the movie, and then we get the infamous scene. There's an infamous Yes. We, we talked about this. Oh. So, this, this is probably one of the longest scenes in the movie. Uh, so... We meet up with Chip again. He's working on his car in the, in the street because he's a badass. With his varsity sweater on. Yeah, right? And Ricky and uh, Jennifer meet up with him. And I can't... He I looks can't, so goddamn corny. Yeah, he does. He gives white people a bad name. Yes, completely. <laughs> I cannot... I like how he grabs on oh, her. Oh, that's what he does. Okay, I was trying to remember. He So he grabs her and he says something about how he's a loser or some shit. 
No, he starts talking about how they had so much fun on Homecoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. And on this and on that. And he thinks it's funny. And he's doing it deliberately to egg on Ricky. Yes. So Ricky, um, being the psycho that he is, puts a uh, jumper cable in his mouth. But it wasn't, he wasn't going to do anything, literally, until Odoo pushed old girl. Because remember, she gets in between them. Like, he's, he's all in his face. But look, she gets in between, and then she falls down. It looked like she fell down on her own. And he's laughing at her. And he puts on those sunglasses. The only reason he puts those on is so they can have this scene where his sunglasses explode. I just don't. But I don't understand how his mouth stays open the whole entire time. He's stopping his jaw from closing. I, I think, I don't know. So he puts the jumper cable in his mouth and his eyes explode. And she just sits there and watches the whole time. Yeah. With her mouth open. What are you, what's she going to do? Get up and run. Yeah. What oh, you yeah, run? you're right. So I love the, I love after he, okay, so he kills Chip. And then she's just like, I hate you, Ricky. I hate you. And then he says something like naughty or some shit. Yeah. And then I just love how she gulps and goes, uh-oh. And I'm like, are we in a cartoon now? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Did she really just say, uh-oh? Like, what the fuck? And oh, my God. That is going to be one of my favorite parts because it's so bad. Like, why did they film that? So, yeah, he, he starts having these flashbacks of Mother Superior for some reason. So, I guess a woman can't Because she has like a black and white. And... God damn it, how are you noticing these things? I've never <laughs> noticed these things before. So he strangles her with the antenna, it which I thought crazy. was great. His eyes are so fucking funny to me. I, like, his eyes are just so psychotic, and he's just... <laughs> and that's why they chose him, for the way he looked. Yeah, so when he just starts... To, how, I don't understand how these people all die with their mouths open. I don't understand how all these people died in the middle of the day on a street. Nobody was outside. Popo's came. Yeah. And then how he killed the fucking cop. Yeah. I did laugh at that shit. Yeah, because he just turns the gun around and shoots him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, cop shows up and tells him, you know, freeze, because he obviously just saw him kill the girl. Yeah. Well, he probably didn't see him kill the first guy, but he definitely saw him kill the girl. And uh, he kills him, turns the gun around, shoots him in the head, and then he just starts walking around, killing random people yeah. in the neighborhood. He just, he just kills random. At least his brother had a, like, point. No, he didn't. He in the kill- beginning? Remember he said only killed Yeah, in the beginning, but then he breaks into somebody's house and kills them because they're having sex. Okay, and so then that's naughty. He- why? They're not married. It's you don't. It's sex before marriage. Like that. Who who said that? That's not the nun. When he was looking through the window, through yeah, the door. He, no, she, when he's watching the little kid. When he and the yeah, but she line. never said. Well, she just said. Oh, you're right. He. She just said that. That having sex was naughty. She didn't yes. say anything about being married. Okay. Well, yeah. So why didn't he just break in and kill some married people having sex? <laughs> and then he kills two kids for no reason. Oh no, he doesn't. I'm sorry. Damn it. He kills them because they steal his sled. See, I remember. It just takes me a second. <laughs> but this is this is the infamous scene. So he kills, he's killing random people. And then he kills a guy picking up a garbage can and says, Garbage day! <laughs> Fucking funny. I'm like, really? Did that shit just happen? People have taken that and made uh, videos, remixes. Because it, it, he just walks in the street just laughing and just doing shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's literally just walking around laughing. It's great. I, I had. I'm sorry. I had to pick up the phone and do that. That was. That's great. So, so and my favorite video that somebody made of this. You remember uh, uh, 300 and it's this. This is Sparta. Somebody did. This is garbage day. Oh wow. <laughs> so the cops show up and he tries to kill himself, which I think is funny as hell. 
Because he just... But I like this part when she runs into him. She's like, sorry, mister. Okay, we have to explain what we're looking at. Oh, a little girl on a tricycle rides up to him and... Uh, she says sorry, and then he's just like, that's okay, and lets her go. So he's not like a maniac. He doesn't kill kids. But somehow he's surrounded by cops, and she just rides her back back home. Well, I don't. what I don't understand is how she didn't see any of that happening. She didn't hear a gun going off. Because yeah, I expected when he killed the car, like, I was going to wait for her. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Like her screaming, Mommy! I, and then he kills her mom or something like I that. I just love how he shoots this guy in the car, and the car flips over, and then explodes for no reason. And back in the day, you gotta remember those kind of cars would do that. No, they wouldn't. This this car would not have exploded just because it flipped over toys. Um, and then the cops show up and he tries to kill himself. He, which I what I always find funny is he puts the gun to his head and all the cops are like, "Don't do it. It's not worth it." I'm like, "Yeah, it is. He's going to jail for the rest of his life. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> I'd rather be dead than be getting ass fucked every day." And that's day. what he wanted. He wanted to be ass fucked. No, he wanted to be dead. Yeah, and but then uh, uh he ran out of bullets. Yeah, he's like, how smart am I, running out of fucking bullets? You didn't count how many people you were shooting? Yep. In a fucking revolver? What is yeah. it, five bullets? Six, I think. Okay. Um, so then we cut back to the therapist, and he's finishing the story, but, uh-oh, he killed the therapist. Yeah, I wish I could have seen how he killed him. He killed him with the tape. I know, but I want to see it. Why? You've already seen him strangle two people. Because I want to, does he walk up behind him? Like, how does he get a hold of him? What I want to know is how he, he so easily got out of there. So easily. He's open the, well, when he opens the door, I'm like, oh, he got loose. I know, I love that. Like, it's like, he, oh, God, he's free. Like, I'm like, is he Hannibal Lecter? Well, Jesus like, Christ. It's like the Michael Myers when Michael Myers got, I'm like, really? They all were like, he's just some crazy person. So he escapes, and he goes and... Starts killing people. No, he goes and gets the Santa Claus outfit from the Salvation Army guy. Yeah, why would he kill the Salvation Army? Because he needs the Santa Claus suit. Because he's Santa. And then he calls Mother, Mother Superior. Superior, and I love that he's. And I, I love the fact that he calls up. He's just like, she's like, uh, he's like, Merry Christmas, and she's like, Who is? He's like, Santa's back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, if that's not in the trailer, then I, they fucked up as producers. He was sort of awesome, I, but. What happened to her fucking... Well, we'll get to that part in a second. But, yes. And then the, the new nun, the nun that's in the office with the cop, once they realize he's gotten free, is that the nun from part one, just older? It might be. I can't remember the... I think her name was Sister Mary. So it might be, but it's definitely not the same actress. Okay. Um, and and Mother I mean. Superior, the reason her face is all fucked up is because it's not the same actress. And they were just doing that to cover up. So they mentioned that she had a stroke and she's living by herself. Yeah, but that stroke had nothing to do with her face being right. jacked. Exactly. The only thing I could think of is she had a stroke while she was boiling water. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how Mother Superior even ended up in the wheelchair. From a stroke. I thought she had a stroke after the brother died. Oh, you mean, that's right, she wasn't in a wheelchair earlier. Well, I mean, she was older, so they, they probably were just like, oh, old people are in wheelchairs. That was one strong-ass bitch. She was crazy. <laughs> I was, so... Because, yeah, I was trying to figure out if that was her or not. That is definitely then, not her, but, I mean, if but crazy, it might be the same person. But the craziest part is, he's like, well, you know where he's going. He's going to find her. She's like, well, he won't know where she is because he lives alone. she lives alone by herself. And he's like, well, he doesn't know where she is. But somehow he kills Santa and calls her through the phone book and gets a hold of her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and then warns her. Like, if you want to kill somebody, don't warn them. She, I guess she didn't believe he was really going to come. Yeah, she didn't know what the hell was going on. So. She, go ahead. Okay, so the rest of the movie is him going after Mother, Mother Superior. Which I think is fucking funny. Like, she's in this fucking wheelchair. 
And how the hell does she keep closing the door on his ass? That was close. Well, she like, doesn't. Really? She doesn't survive. No, but she's. But she just tries so hard, and it's just sort of funny as hell. Like her running and closing the door, and then somehow picking up the keys and locking the door as he's breaking it down with an axe. I don't know if there's kids outside playing hopscotch in the middle of the night. Back in the day, that's right. On Christmas Eve. Because <laughs> I f- we forgot to mention this entire movie takes place on Christmas Eve. I did find it. And it's like he goes through all the trouble just to fucking kill her. Well, I mean, she was she fucked up his brother, and she was a bitch. Yeah, she was a bitch. <laughs> I get that. So, but just that killing scene alone was funny as hell, though. I'm sorry. Like... Him coming to get her, her falling down the fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. Her going through the fucking kitchen to get a fucking knife. I'm pretty sure that's the same shot. And then fucking <laughs> having the knife saying, you need to be punished. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm Mother Superior. I'm your mother. I mean, it's true. She she says that she raised him. Yeah. And and she did. Because he was a baby, so she definitely raised him. She did. Not, it's not. I mean, Rick or Billy was uh, like four. So I mean, you could still say that he that she raised him too. But she, he's old enough to remember his parents. And he got to her so quickly; it was very entertaining. I love how they're like she had a stroke and she lives alone. Who the hell lives alone? Who had a stroke? Mm-hmm. There's got to be somebody watching after her. I'm trying to figure out. You in a wheelchair? You just had a stroke, but yeah, you got stairs in your house. And apparently, she's got some fucking liquor, some fucking scotch and shit. No, that's the blood of Jesus. Red wine. Uh, this is not. This is that is not red wine. That was brown. That is brown. It's orange. It's not red. <laughs> it's diluted. I know what red wine looks like. It's like straight serious face. How you went through all that. And he he busts into the place with an axe like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Yes. I think that six 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 address was very too much on the nose. Like, ha-ha, she's a nun, but she lives at 666. Ha-ha-ha-ha. Because it's the opposite. No. Oh, God. <laughs> See how stupid that sounds? Like, her face is just jacked up. I'm like, why does her face look like because that? Because it's a different actress. So what? Her face should not look like that. They could have... This old-ass lady who had a fucking stroke in a wheelchair can move a fucking dresser. The thing is, is that they could have come up with another way to disguise her face. It could have been like she was in a fire. The end. They could have even. They could. That would have. That would have explained got, everything. When he fell, his axe fell and scraped her in the face. But it didn't. We well, see that in the movie. That didn't happen. That, that would have been terrible. Like movie. how the hell is this big buff guy being overpowered by this fucking nun in a wheelchair? Um, science. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're talking about a nun. Um, religiousness. Okay. Jesus. Jesus gave her the power. Yeah. So, he uh, he goes after her, takes care of some doors with the axe. Yes. Then the uh, the cop and the nun show up, and she's sitting there completely still, and she's like, Mother Superior, Mother Superior. And then she, like, goes to touch her, and her <laughs> head falls off. <laughs> and she just started, I thought she got killed. Like, when she started screaming, I, and he, pulled, like, showed up behind her, the nun, I thought he hit her in the back with an axe. Nope. She just passed out? Or was she trying to run and fight? I don't know. Did she fall? Did she pass out? Like, what the fuck happened? I don't know, but her head's cut off. Well, you know, yeah, but the other nun... Like, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> like, Mother Superior, like, there was a hole. There was another wheelchair at the bottom of the stairs. And then she's able to go in the kitchen and find a knife. And then call him out. See? that That's, that's a strong woman right there. So you should be happy, except that she dies. <laughs> So, um... Yeah, like, she comes in, and... But 
that one scene, I swear I thought he had killed her. See? Oh, yeah, maybe so. No, he's standing in front of him. Oh, you don't see her stand back up. Well, whatever. Maybe she is. Nope, there up. she is. Yeah. Yeah, she's and then fine. she screams again, and then he wakes up and smiles because he hears her screaming. And then that's the end of the movie. Literally, oh, right there, he smiles, and that's the end of the movie. And Ricky is in all of the sequels. Really? Yeah. How the fuck is he in all the sequels? He's still alive. He smiled at the camera. What are you looking like? He's alive. How the fuck is he still alive? He looked at the camera and smiled. He's still alive. So what is he doing in all the other movies? Um, so it's been a long time since I've seen all of them. Is he still so I don't, killing people? I don't remember. I know in the third one he has some kind of psychic connection with somebody else in the movie. He's also got a glass dome over his head and his brain is exposed. I'm not joking. What the fuck kind of movie are you watching? Then the fourth one has something to do with giant bugs. That's all I remember about that one. And then the fifth one... Which I thought was the most clever of the sequels. It was really stupid. Was um, a toy maker because it's called the Toy Maker. Hmm. It's called Silent Night Deadly Night Five: The Toy Maker. Oh wow! Okay. Um, that has Mickey Rooney in it, which is, just baffles me. Um, and then he, he plays. He's the toy maker, and his son dies. So he, I don't remember if he recreates his son or if he takes his son's dead body and puts toy parts in him or something, but he make, he brings him back to life with, with toy parts. And I, I kind of liked that idea, but I don't remember anything else about the movie, but I remember really not liking it. <laughs> I used to own all three of them, but they were so bad. Those are movies that were just bad. They weren't bad in a good way. They were just bad. They were beyond just bad. Yeah. So I watched them once, and then I sold that DVD. Oh, wow. But then it was worth a ton of money, and I think it still is, so... Now I regret it. Didn't sell the shit. So, that was Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. An hour and a half, I'll never get back out of my life. You had great time, because that was a fun movie. It was it was so bad and stupid. I can't wait for you to see The Granny. That's not a real movie. Oh my god, I'm going to get that fucking movie. Yeah, We're going to watch The Good Granny. luck, I've looked for it. I, I have looked for it. I'm not joking. I've looked for it. Every time I go to a DVD store, I look for it. I can't find it anywhere. You can't find it at a DVD store. Why? I don't know why, but like that and even Bastard of Carolina, I couldn't find a DVD store. If it's on DVD, you'll find it at a DVD store eventually. Eventually is the key word in your statement. Yeah, and I have eventually not found it. You're going to watch The Granny. I don't know. I'm going to get a hold of The Granny. Mm-hmm. And you're going to understand why I feel it's so fucking funny. Okay. Anyway... <clears throat> So, let's rate the movie. Let's rate the movie? Yeah. Not rape the movie. Rate the movie. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. What? They have it in VHS, but look how much it went for the fucking yeah, VHS. Yeah, because they don't make it anymore. Why the fuck would it be that much? Because it's not a like mass-produced title. It's still on VHS. Like, who has a fucking VCR set? You realize that if it's not mass-produced and it's not easily, like, readily available, that it's going to be worth a lot of money. Like, go out there and you'll find fucking E.T. for a dollar on VHS because there were a million of them made. The granny, they probably made six. I want that fucking movie. Well, pay $50. I'm going to pay $50 for a movie that I know is not worth $50. Fucking okay. Anyway, let's VHS. get back to what we're talking about. Yes, sir. <laughs> Rating the movie. Mm, one out of what? I swear to God, I'm going to break your phone if you don't One out of off. what? One, one out, out of what? what? You can go I mean, with, You can go down to zero if you want to. No, you know what? 
And it's out of five. It's out of five. Today it is, because I can never remember. Okay. I'll go for a two. Wow. I'll give it a two. The way you were ranting and raving before we started recording. I've seen some a lot worse. So, because I'm sorry, Leprechaun in the Hood. That is a terrible movie. Exactly. I couldn't give that a two. Most of those movies are bad. Like, there's just certain movies I just couldn't... Eh. I'd watch that before I watched Leprechaun in the Hood. All right. Two and a half. Okay. Now, two and a half is based on my entertainment value. When we did Silent Night, Deadly Night, we did a we did two different ratings. We did a rating on entertainment value, and we did a rating on if it's a good movie or a bad movie. Okay, entertainment value, two and a half. Yeah. Good movie, bad movie? Zero. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit is shitty. Because it's not a good movie. It's very, very poorly made. The acting is terrible. But is it the, really poorly made, yes. considering it was made in the 80s? Yes, it's poorly made. Okay. Like, there was no reason, no reason... To have half the movie be a flashback to the first movie. I thought it, what, I think it, I thought it explained why he's so fucked up. They didn't need to do that. Like, can you imagine if you went and saw... Um, I'm trying to think of a movie that has a flashback in the beginning of it to explain the first movie. I can't think of a good example. But could you imagine if you went to see a movie... Let's, see, let's use Rocky as an example. So Ro- all the Rocky movies, the sequels, start with the end of the previous movie. Okay. And then, you know, it goes into the new movie. Could you imagine if in Rocky 2, instead of just showing the very end of the first fight, it was the entire fucking movie for 40 minutes? There's no reason for it. I'm good. Like, any, any movie that has a flashback in the beginning of the movie does not need to retell the entire fucking movie. You just need the bullet points, and that's it. They took... For, so forty minutes—it's half the, the runtime of the first movie. It was cause like I watched it in two parts, and literally that the first yeah. part that I watched was all the flashbacks. The yeah. second part that I watched was literally him now, yeah. his story. Like it cut off when he was in the woods looking at them, looking at the lady and the man about the man about the, rape the lady. It was fine having the movie be him being interrogated most of the time, but you didn't need forty minutes of the flashback of the first movie. No, you could have done that in ten minutes. And then the rest of the movie could have been flashbacks to what happened before the interrogation. Like, a good writer would have been able to flesh out the story of the second movie enough where they didn't have to use that much footage from the first movie. Okay. So, what, what I'm saying is the writer was bad. <laughs> so, it was a bad movie. Now, if they were going for straight-up comedy, the movie might have been okay. <laughs> straight-up comedy? Yeah, really? yeah. Because parts of it are straight-up comedy. That scene in the, the movie theater is a fuck. Come on, he's strangling the guy. You see his legs and popcorn flying all over the place. That's a comedic scene. That shit is funny. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it's not, it's not a serious scene, but then the scene with, like, with him going after Mother Superior, that's a much more serious, darker scene. Yeah. See, so oh. there's no balance to this movie. I was for sure the nun wasn't going to be killed, though. I didn't think they were actually going to kill the nun. The Mother Superior? Yeah, like I, I assume they're gonna do some shit, but I think they're. I'm glad they did kill her. It, it resolved that that bullshit that she survived the first movie. If anyone was naughty in the first movie, it was her. She was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, seriously, off the phone. Okay, seriously, you're gonna watch the granny. It's on YouTube. I am. It is. Hour and thirty six minutes. You owe me an hour and thirty six minutes. No, I owe you an hour and twenty like one minute. No, I can show you a thing. It was forty minutes and forty minutes. Hour twenty eight minutes. 
it, I felt like it was a hell of a lot longer. And 40 minutes and 40 minutes is an hour and 20 minutes. I don't know. It felt like it was, like, long. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's it. Got nothing else. So make sure to go to wolfbaneblooms.com and check out the Remake Mistake. That's the other podcast. And listen to the rest of our episodes. Yes, go, please do. Go to Another Night Pod on Twitter to see nothing because I never updated because I always forget about it. And make sure to check out that fat guy doesn't know what he's talking about, even though we haven't had an episode since the beginning of October. Alicia. Oh, he wants to blame Alicia. He's threatened to fire me on a daily. And that's it, so... <laughs> we'll do the Lion King. Thanks for listening, and uh, don't forget about Garbage Day. And he's going to watch the Grand. <laughs>